0: What is up champions? So, been a little bit, two weeks. I'm trying to do more of a cadence of uh, every two weeks release a podcast um, and uh, every week release an MOC mindful tip. So uh, every week around Tuesday I try to release a weekly mindful tip from MOC and the MOC way and try to just give you some some tips, there's some help to be able to get through your week, uh, be able to help with uh, any kind of motivation issues, uh, just kind of help you out in general. Um, If you are watching this video, I apologize, I am wearing a wrinkly shirt. (gasps) Gasp! I know, Corona style. Shit. (laughs) So today, um, I want to go ahead and dive into kind of How this week has been going, um, what I have been up to with the MOC Way, and and, and just kind of dive into the podcast. So this week has been a wild week, um, just really getting things uh, dialed in, getting all the financial institutions set up for the app. uh, And then I've actually started taking on some clients, some one-on-one clients. Um, Right now, I have a book to be able to take on probably about five or six more clients uh one-on-one or small group uh we're going to be opening up the small group classes uh within two weeks so next week uh my wife and i are going to be putting together um courses or classes that are are kind of low intensity, uh, but really uh, focusing on movement, proper movement, and just really getting you like 30 minutes of some activity with some guidance. Uh, And then I will also have classes that are a little bit more up-tempo. They're gonna focus on weight training with whatever you have available, Uh, whether it be a backpack, uh, whether it be uh, actual weights, really whatever you have available, we'll be able to adapt the programming to fit your needs. Um, So yeah, super stoked about those. And then uh, as far as like just how it's been going, the, the Zoom classes or the Zoom coaching is really awesome because of the fact that when you have earbuds in, now I don't have to wait to cue you. I can actually just tell you right in your ear. It saves my voice because I don't have to yell all the time. Uh, so it's really, it's really nice. Uh, we could do it through FaceTime, Facebook Messenger uh, videos, Zoom, uh, Google Meetup. Literally any platform, uh, I'm capable of definitely coaching. I prefer Google platform or zoom because then I can share uh, The screen that's how the classes are going to be done through the through zoom because I'll be able to share my screen with Demo movements and be able to coach you through it Um, So yeah, super excited about that coming up Um, You'll definitely want to make sure that uh, you reserve a spot. I'll be able to set it up so you can purchase classes in advance, and then you just reserve a spot and get on in the class, because we're gonna kind of cap it out at about 20 per class. Um, Right now we have a pretty good following, so that might be uh, a little bit short, but I think 20 is about what I'm able to efficiently work with uh, on the platform. So, the podcast. I want to talk about changing your mind and changing your approach. This week with a lot of my clients, I've been hearing the, the word I can't a lot, or um, I, 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 this is what I want, but this is what I don't really wanna do. And for me, that's a really kind of that slippery slope because as a personal trainer or as your coach, my goal is to try to find things that you're gonna to wanna to do and find things that you're going to really kind of hone in on and be successful at, however, the tough thing about that is if we're only focusing on the things that you want to do, it's gonna be really hard, not impossible, but really difficult for us to really progress forward. Um, it's gonna be a slower track. Progress is progress, but it's gonna be a little bit slower. So for, for me, I, I want to touch on some of the foundational things that cause this strange influx on how we think we're supposed to be versus individualizing or, or finding a way to go about your path, your journey. Now, one of the things that's really inspired me with this particular podcast is this book right here. If you're not watching the video, I will read it out to you. It's The Happiness Advantage. It's how a positive brain fuels success. Now it says fuel success in the work life. I'm not really too interested in the work-life aspect of it. It's just fueling success. What is success in your eyes? And this is not just in the facet of work, but in the facet of, of fitness and wellness. What is your success? I've been getting in the habit more of asking a lot of my clients of, what is your stretch goal? What is your end goal? What are we shooting for? If you're not quite sure, let's start setting up some things that we can really go after do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to have six-pack abs? Do you want to be able to lift a certain amount? Do you want to start competing in CrossFit? Do you want to do, like the? Do you want to be able to play with your your kids or your grandkids without getting winded? Literally, the goals can range from anybody. Right now, I'm working with a baseball player that wants to get freaking in the league, and then I'm also working with uh, a stay-at-home mom that just wants to be fit enough to know she's gonna be around for her kids and stage off any potential ailments that her family has been plagued with their entire life. And guess what? The programming, and here's the thing that blows people's mind, the programming doesn't change drastically. The intensity, certain nuances of what I want my baseball player to focus on versus what I want my stay-at-home mom to focus on, those change because they're more customized. But movement is movement. This is the beautiful thing about CrossFit. So there's a lot of haters out there on CrossFit. And for me, there's certain aspects of CrossFit that I can do without. They're doing a, a bang up job and fixing things up right now. But the thing that I absolutely love is that they simplify it. It is simplified down to the the basics. You can have your top-notch freaking CrossFit athlete or football player doing these intense movements. And then you could also have just your average run of the mill person doing the same thing. The intensity changes, the fitness levels are different. So the weights, the speed, all those things change. But the common foundation is everybody wants to get better. For me in my eyes, you come train with me, you're an athlete. We're taking you out of your daily norm of just getting maybe 8,000 steps a day and focusing on your daily work and maybe not trying to eat too much sugar to increasing the intensity of your actual movement daily. You're an athlete. You're doing something more fucking athletic than you've probably ever done or have done in a long time. So guess what? You're a fucking athlete, and I'm going to train you like that. You're going to recover like that. We're going to talk about your nutrition to make it so that you could be efficient with the goals that you want. So think about that. Am I an athlete? Oh, I want you to do box jumps with some plyometrics. I want you to do some power cleans, which is Olympic lifting. I want you to do some back squats and some deadlifts, powerlifting. We're going to do some agility drills on a ladder. Literally not much different than what I do with my baseball and football players. Or basketball players. Like I said, the primary difference, the intensity in which I'm going to ask from you. My athletes, my my professional collegiate and high school athletes that I work with, I am riding them. I'm making sure they are maintaining perfect technique, perfect form, fast off the ground, make sure that their hips are quick, make sure that they're stabilizing, the core is engaged. We are literally just building this ridiculous foundation that is at this upper echelon. this tip of the spear that most people don't even fathom, that don't even know what that feels like. And then my general public, I'm teaching them how to build towards that and how to get to the tip of the spear for them. So if you're an athlete in a sense of competing and performing against other folks and trying to get that paycheck, there is a foundation or a mold that we try to get you to fit within the same realm of who you are. If you're a general public, it's all I can say is any of those Instagram shit that you see, any of those Facebook ads that you see that says, oh, be this. Oh, I'm looking for 15 males to do this. Fuck all that. You need a program that is literally customizable to you. Movements, you don't customize movements to the people, you customize people to the movements. My squat is different than my wife's. My wife's squat is different than Joanne, maybe across the street. I don't even know if Joe, that's her name. But as I'm saying is everybody has different capabilities and the goal is not to force you into this mold that society has decided is what is a perfect squat or the perfect body. The goal is to allow your body to adapt efficiently to the imposed stresses so that you're able to actually get some success. But the only way we can track what actual success is for you is to understand what your stretch goal is, to understand where you want to end up. And the only way you could understand where you want to end up is understanding why you started in the first place very often I have to remind myself why I'm doing this, why I do fitness, why I just have to grind it out for myself. It's because I know for me, what gets me into this and what keeps me going is the fact that it is such a de-stressor for me. I am such a happier person when I just focus solely on my workouts and just staying fit. I am, I, I joke about it with my wife and I say I'm not that competitive. I am literally the embodiment of competition, of competitiveness. I fucking hate to lose. At the age of 38, my goal in CrossFit is to crush anybody that's younger than me. And even putting it right here on the podcast, my goal, I took some time off because of what happened with my son and getting my family refounded, like a a nice foundation under my family again. My goal is to get back to that competition shape my goal is to compete. My stretch goal, I would love to make the CrossFit Games. If I don't make it, does that mean I wasn't successful? No. Because so I'm gonna give everything I have, and I'm going to celebrate every single victory along the way, not just competition victory, PRs. My ability to get up and do what I love, because I can promise you, there's other 38 year olds that I know, that cannot do what I do. And I'm so grateful for the fact that I grind every day to do this. Does that mean that those other 38 year olds are incapable? No, it just means that they have put a limitation on themselves based off of what society, other people and social media have put on them. Why do you feel you can't go run a marathon? So you're overweight. I've seen overweight folks run a marathon. Why do you feel as though you can't compete in CrossFit? Because you're a little bit round, you're a little chubby? I got beat handily by a dude in a competition that was a little bit round, a little bit chubby. I was pretty ripped. I was probably my best shape i have been in in a while. We did a workout that by all means should have been my wheelhouse. Thrusters at 95 pounds, not that heavy, running and pull-ups. And you might think, oh, well, he probably got you on the thrusters no he actually got me on the running embarrassingly enough to say actually i don't even know if it's embarrassing i don't know his history Duke could have been fucking legit at running he just happened to be a little bit bigger he crushed me on the pull-ups and by that point i was so disheartened at the fact that i was getting my ass whooped that he just demolished me on the thrusters and i was just like bro i ain't got it (laughs) at that particular day it wasn't happening but coming back to your overall motivation. My motivation is competition. I thrive on competition. Some people may not. Some people just may love the sake of working out. But here's my thing. You have to find something that drives you. Just for the sake of working out is gonna to be too easy to derail you down the road. Find something that drives you. Find something that you, are, that you can attach to and is going to help just pull you out of bed in the early mornings when you don't want to train. It's going to drag your ass into the gym and get on the treadmill and do your intervals. That's going to get it so that you do your proper nutrition and proper mobility. So these are the things that really help with the process of changing your mind and changing your approach. If you continuously say you can't do something, and this isn't just a sense of, oh, I can't go run a marathon. I'm talking about, I, I don't wanna log food. I wanna lose this weight, I wanna eat healthier, but I don't wanna log my food. And some of you might be like, Dre, why are you always on this logging food? Because this is a fucking foundation of getting you some results. Most people think, oh, well, log my food? Okay, I, asked, I actually asked a friend of mine, what do you think logging your food does? And they looked at me and said, it allows me to see what I'm eating. It's mind-blowing to see how many calories I'm actually putting in my body. And I'm like, hi, fucking five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're on point. But what else does it do? Well, it makes it so that if I don't want to log something, then I just don't eat that. I'm like, wrong. Because eventually that turns into, if I don't want to log something, I'm still going to eat this fucking donut, but I'm not going to log it. So you're going to start lying to yourself. So what else does it actually do for you that's, that's progressive? I'm not quite sure. What it does for you is it allows you to track trends. Now, I said this in my mindful, helpful, my mindful tip last week. It allows you to track the trend of how you're doing day by day, week by week. Now, I'm I used to not be a fan of the scale. I'm like, fuck that. Stay the hell away from the scale. It doesn't tell you how you're doing. But what it can do, and this is where it's changed my mind, what it can do is it can actually help you see what your choices from the previous day did for you now. Some people are like, oh, I lost two pounds from yesterday to That's mostly water weight. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Did you do a biometric test of your body? Did you like literally separate your organs and fat and muscle and find out? Yep, it was, it was water weight. That's exactly what it was. All right, put everything back together. No, you didn't. And even if it was just water weight, who gives a fuck? You're making progress. You learned that something you did yesterday had a positive effect in the direction that you want to go. Do it again. <laughs> Stop negating any progress that you make. How often have you sat back and you've seen progress? And, oh, but it's probably just this. And you totally just knock it. No, you put in the work. Reap the rewards. Accept that shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you. When I go and do a back squat and I get a PR, I'm not like, ah, it's probably just a good day. No, fuck that. I just did that. The other day I had a huge victory for me. This is a huge one. If you know me, yeah. My daughter is in town, and she asks, Do we have anything sweet in the house? to Jen. And Jen says, I don't know. So normally what's the thing that you do when you're looking for something for sweets in my house? You come find me, Mr. Sweet Tooth himself. And I looked at it and I said, yeah, we got sweet stuff. we got some apples and bananas over there. I got these protein balls from Fit Foods that like have decent, like they're sweet, but the sugar level's low. I got these blueberry protein muffin, muffins. In the past, it would've been like, I got this stash of caramel over here, the stash of some Skittles and shit up there. And then we also got this five pound bag of candy back there and two different things of ice cream. What do you want? Let's go ahead and just do a little blizzard and put it all together. That's a huge fucking victory for me. And you know what? I'm celebrating that like nobody's business, patting myself on the back because I know my limitations. For me, I know that if, that's, if it's in the house, I'm probably going to eat it. I, when it's in front of me, I have very little willpower. Yes, that's right, Mr. Personal Trainer, Mr. Running a fitness wellness program by himself. I have very little willpower if it is in front of me. It's hard. So knowing that about myself, instead of continuously going about this route of putting it in front of me and thinking I'm going to be able to turn it down, knowing for the last 11 years I have not been able to, I decided to stop bringing it in the fucking house. My wife doesn't need it. My kids don't need it. Why the hell am I bringing it in the house? So instead of looking at it as constant failure, because I could have looked at it as 11 years of failing. I failed for 11 fucking years. I could not put it down. No, it took me just 11 years to learn. Don't bring it in the fucking house anymore. So, the biggest thing I can give to you in regards to changing your approach and changing your mindset is stop putting a negative spin on things. Stop saying, ah, well, yeah, because of this. No, it's because of you, because you made the decision to actually be better in that moment. And stop looking at it as failure if you do not succeed in that particular task in that moment. It's not fucking failure. In that moment, at that particular time, you needed to learn what it was that's going on. So that's why you made that choice. Now, segueing it back to food logging. Log your food so you can see these trends. I had a client tell me, I had a shit day for the last two days. I didn't log my food. Why? This is how we're going to be able to learn. What do you gravitate to? What do you trend towards when you're stressed, when you can't work out and you're just like, I'm swamped by work. I got all this shit to do. I got 10 and a half hour fucking days. I don't have time, Dre. You got two minutes to be able to write down what your food. You know why? Because it's you, it's your body. You have to. Your body is going to be with you the rest of your life. There's gonna be some things in life that are not. It's important to track your food, to track your trends. How can I put together a plan for you if I don't know what you trend towards on your bad days? If you only show me the perfect things, how am I gonna put, you're done. What the fuck do you got me for? But obviously that's not the case because you're still here talking to me, right? So you haven't quit. you're not taking the necessary steps if you log your food we can see that trend i said it in the mindful tips your food is a fucking snitch it will tell on you in a heartbeat you could be like dre i had a bang up day i don't know what's going on but i gained two to three pounds over the last two days what the fuck? And then I look back at your calories. Then I look back at the food that you consumed and the caloric density is through the roof. Your calorie budget's way out of whack for three consecutive days. Yeah. So you did great in the workouts. Your energy's through the roof. But if we're looking at this tripod effect, you let one of the legs fall short. You feel great now, it's going to come back on you. And then we go back and look at what was it that caused this particular decision-making? Was it social environment? Were you just happy you were just like, okay, give me the food, num nom, num, Or was it you were stressed and you needed something to make you feel good? You were tired, exhausted, didn't get sleep. There's so many reasons why you need to check in. I mean, imagine telling your boss, if you have a job, I'm assuming most of you do, I don't want to be the ass. If you have a job and you go on to work and you pull original King's Comedy like, I didn't come here to work today. Fuck you. I'm gonna go over here and sit down. I'm not gonna do shit. What do you think would happen? If your body could think for itself, it'd be like, you're fucking fired. Get out of here. Bring me some, bring me another consciousness that's gonna take care of me. You have the most high-end piece of technology and you're not taking care of it. Now, I know this sounds like just straight up bashing, but I'm giving some nuggets here as we're going along. So listen for the nuggets when they drop. So too often we're sitting here saying, I can't log my food. I can't make time for this. I can't make time for that. And it's not that you can, it's that you won't. But yet when you scroll for hours on end, it gets stuck in these videos that have nothing to do with your fucking progress. And then you see these bodies of these individuals that look what you want to look like, you're like, oh, that's what I want. And you know what I have to say about that? Fuck all them. Number one, because they're so brushed up and so put on stage, they're supposed to look this way. And number two, you have 10 different bodies in a room you have 10 different potentials. Nothing's ever going to be the same. No one's gonna ever look exactly the same. Perfect example is my brother and I grew up. We both work out like crazy. I'm considerably bigger than him. Like not in a fat way, but just like bigger and broader than him. Now, how is that? We're brothers, same mom and dad. Because it's not just genetics. If you ever actually pay attention to genetics, you have this this bowl of marbles and you're not going to get exactly the same amount. It's going to kind of split up. So you you can't predict what genetics are going to do for you. But you can predict how much effort and seriousness you're going to give to your goals. Change your mind. Change your approach. You're not failing your learning. Stop being a limitation of what society puts on you and what others put on you and fucking go after it. Now, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're only limited by what you think. No, there are certain things that you just can't do. I'm just gonna be honest with you. My wife's probably not gonna come in here and deadlift 600 pounds. Just not gonna happen, right? So you can't sit there and be like, it's all in my head, bro. It's not, no, it's not. but there are certain things that you can change. There are certain things that you can recode and your happiness and your perception of success is one of those. Your success is not that IG model that you want to look like, male or female. That's not your success. Your success is lowering your BMI, lowering your body fat percentage, lowering your blood pressure, getting yourself off medication, preventing yourself from going the same route your fucking parents did. That's your success. Running a marathon. Don't even put a time on it. Just run a fucking marathon. That's your success. Stop gauging what your success and your potential is based off of what others do. If I did that, I wouldn't have MOC Fitness. Well, that person is a fitness person very similar to me. They're not successful. I keep coming back to this because this is what I love. What separates me from others is because of the fact that I don't do this just for money. If I could give this away to you and all my stuff would still be paid for, I would do it. I do it because I genuinely care and want people to live their best fucking life. If you're living in pain, you're not capitalizing on life. So what if you got a lot of fucking money? You're living in pain. Most of your money is going towards medication and surgeries. Enjoy your life. You deserve it. Stop trying to look like someone else and figure out you. This is that changing your mind and changing your approach. In the health and wellness industry, insanity runs rampant. We want something, but we won't do the steps necessary to get there. I'm telling you, Logging your food is not just going to show us what you eat, but it's going to trend, show us all your trends and your habits. And you're telling me, I can't do that. My rebuttal, I can literally put together a program for you based off of just what I see you eating. We can literally get you where you want to be. Can't do it. Or the best, are you going to hook me up? Yeah, I'm going to hook you up. I'm essentially a physical engineer. (laughs) I'm changing your physical makeup. I am changing your habits. I'm changing your life. So do you think your life is a deal? I think so. You're telling me all the time and education I've put in and I need to hook you up because you have specific limitations of what you can and can't do. Or should I say, you won't do. Now, there's there's so many different levels of that. There's also coaches out there that are promising things that just can't really happen. (laughs) And I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. In a four-week or six-week period, I can get you to drop some serious fucking weight if you do exactly as I tell you. I will cut your calories down like nobody's business, have you working out like crazy, drinking a shit ton of water, and you're going to cut some weight. But here is the question, the foundational piece. Can you live off of rice, steamed broccoli, and baked chicken, or boiled chicken for that matter, the rest of your life? No more drinking. No more sweets rice broccoli chicken every fucking day lunch dinner your breakfast is going to be just eggs and, an, and a little McMuffin that's your carbs that's that's going to be your grain carbs for the day the rest of your carbs are going to come through vegetables and very little fruit which you already heard my rant on fruit a little bit while ago can you live on that it's not sustainable you're restricting yourself. Now, regardless of how old we get and how educated we think of ourselves, we are human. And it's not just a kid, a, a kid mentality. You restrict any human from something, they want it more. Oh, I need to have it now. You don't need to have it, you just were told you can't have it. So you crave it more. That's not sustainable. Find a balance. Carbohydrates, whether it's from grains, fruits, or vegetables, proteins, and fats. These are your building blocks to you. These are your macronutrients that you do not create, you need to consume. If I cut out one of those building blocks, you're going to see some massive loss because your body is going through a phase of trying to adapt to what stress you just imposed on it that is not necessary. And then when you go back to eating that particular macronutrient, that's the reason why 81% of Americans gain back that weight plus. And then that's the reason why we have literally doubled the, or I'm sorry, cut the age in half in depression because we think that we've just succeeded in something and then we gain it all back. And now we have these image issues from social media and the feeling that you just can't do it and that you failed and all this crap. And then you're just like, why? And depression creeps in. Did you know that 50 years ago, the average age for depression was 29.5 years old? That's in that book that I'm talking about. Since 50 years ago, that age has dropped to 14 and a half. We have 14-year-olds that are depressed. We have 14-year-olds that have image issues. And it's because of the fact that we can't get over ourselves as adults to teach them the proper ways to view yourself, the proper ways to truly progress and be happy. Change your mind. Change your approach. I know you're like, Dre, it's not that simple. And you're right, it's not. I cut myself off of social media. I post only business things. I only post my podcast because I have a message that I'm trying to get out there. And it's not easy, but you know what's happened in the last 30 days since I've stopped myself from scrolling? I've gotten so much happier. I read books. Holy shit, who knew I could read, right? It's, it's amazing what you can do when you actually put together a plan and when your motivation fails you fall back on that plan but once again tying it all together you have to change your mind you have to change your approach and then going back to previous podcasts establish a plan when you're motivated so when that motivation slips you have that plan to fall back on the plan is always there It's an adaptable thing. I have it written up behind me. Perseverance. (laughs) Literally, it's perseverance. It's lasting. It's adaptable. It's necessary. Plan for success. When you build a plan, you work the plan, whether you're motivated or not. And it's going to always come to fruition. Your success does not lie in looking like some Instagram model. Your success lies in living your best life, living pain-free, living without the worry of what to eat, living without this fear that it's all going to come back. You deserve that. A champion doesn't worry. A champion changes its mindset. A champion changes its approach. And a champion has a plan. Now I may not have covered everything that I wanted to cover because I got pretty excited. I love talking about this stuff and I have a feeling that I'll have another podcast that comes up right along the lines with it. So I want to leave you with um, just some information on how to really work towards helping yourself. Nutrition. I know. Fuck, Dre, we've already heard it. Yes, you just gave us a 30-minute rant on why we need to log your food. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. Log your fucking food. How often do you have to tell your kids to do the dishes and take the garbage out? Yeah, you're my kids now. I don't care if you're older than me. Log your food. Download an app that helps you with that. It'll do your calories, your macronutrients for you. My FitPal is a great one. Find whatever works for you. Log it and then you can see. And then the key is tracking down the food density. Proteins typically are a high food density f- item. Protein bars, protein shakes, because you're taking a shit ton of calories and you're condensing them into this small thing. So like something about that big, has got like 300 calories, and you're putting that in your stomach. It doesn't take up much space, but it has a lot of calories, so it takes up a lot of energy to burn it. So Consume more high, I'm sorry, repeat, repeat that. Consume more low caloric density foods, fruits, vegetables. They're your best friends. That hand measurement that I showed you, you could even look it up, hand measurements or hand portion sizes. Look it up on Google, whatever. Use that when you're on the fly. And the beauty of it is, is measuring cup is not the same size as you. My hand's bigger than my wife's. That means my stomach is probably bigger too. So a portion size of protein for me is not the same as hers. Now you could do a portion size if you're at home and you still have to measure because you're OCD. Measure it with your hand, then weigh it out. So then you can find out exactly how many servings you have. But either way, log your food. Find a way to be systematic about it. Stop just shoving shit down there. And if you're gonna have a day that you're just like, I'm going, off the freaking record, still log your stuff. But don't call it a cheat day anymore. Stop putting negativity in your fitness and wellness plan. It's a treat day, not a cheat day. There's a difference. You are being rewarded with the hard work you put in. You're not gonna go overboard, you're keeping in moderation, but you are being rewarded. And you deserve that shit. And the last thing I'll leave you with, Every little victory, celebrate that shit. You don't have to post it. You don't have to like throw a party with everybody. Pat yourself on the fucking back because you're putting in the work. You lose a centimeter on your waistline, that's success. You lose a pound and a half in one day, that's success. You get a full night's sleep, that is fucking success. Stop negating it with a, yeah, well, but. Everything that comes out, everything that came before but doesn't matter. So you need to get the butts out of there, stop shooting on yourself, and celebrate every single bit of success. Because guess what? You're a champion, and you deserve every piece of success that you get when you work for it. So that is the MOC Champion podcast for the day, the MOC Way. Do yourself a favor. Jump on over to our website, www.mocfitness.com. You can even find us on Instagram, the MOC official. Uh, We have our links to our supplements page. Get on it, some real clean protein. Uh, We also have our clothing supplements. If you want one of these cool hats, this is like a dark camo with a gold MOC. I also have ones that are murdered out that say the MOC way. We've got these shirts. Yeah, get on it. Uh, I'm also going to be uploading some images. So we got some old school MOC uh, swag as well. Um, I would love to see people just posting and showing me what they're they're wearing with the swag. Um, So yeah, love the support. Keep it up. We had, I kid you not, I looked at the stats before I pulled up this podcast. We had 397 downloads from the last podcast. That is insane. It keeps growing. So keep sharing it if you see me post it, share it. I'm going to try to share it a couple more times this week. Um, I really am enjoying the support, uh, the love. I'm truly humbled by it. And then also, if you get the chance, go out, and get that book, The Happiness Advantage. Fucking gist. It's a great book. That's all I can say. All right, you guys. Go champion the shit out of your life. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. And remember, change your mind, change your approach.